Hey, this is Michaela Conley. Here on the State of Wellness podcast, I'll share new and exciting ideas from people doing really awesome things with an eye towards promoting health and happiness. And as always, an ever-present sense of humor, light heart, and genuine gratitude in pursuit of our collective state of wellness. If you'd like to learn more, please check out stateofwellness.org website, my website, michaelaconley.com, or follow me on Twitter or Instagram at michaelaconley. Welcome. So glad to have you. Um, I've been wanting to get together with you for a while and, you know, life is happening. Oh, I totally get that. Thank you for having me. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, do you want to just briefly introduce yourself? I mean, I could, I could do it, but you'll do so much better. Sure. Um, well, my name is Leanne Webster. I'm the executive director for the National Board for Health and Wellness Coaching. Um, I live in San Diego, California. Uh, personally, I am married. I have a junior in high school. I have um, a bunch of dogs and uh, very active, love to do triathlons, um, love to cook, uh, especially plant-based, although I'm not entirely plant-based yet. Um, and uh, I just love traveling and doing things um, outdoors. And then professionally, I am a National Board Certified Health and Wellness Coach. I'm also a um, certified personal trainer. I've been in the industry since 2007, and um, my background prior to that was in marketing and communications. So been with the NBHWC for about six and a half years now. Wow. So I was going to ask how long it's been around because it seems like, on the one hand, it seems like it's really new, but on the other hand, it seems like it's forever. Yeah. So it's um, interesting. So the actual organization was, um, it became a nonprofit entity in 2012. And then um, uh, we launched our first exam in 2017. So there was a lot of pre-work that happened up until that point, and I came on board as the first employee in 2015. So prior to that, it was entirely run by a volunteer board of directors. That makes yeah. you the grandmother of this organization. Or, or sometimes, maybe the mother sometimes I say I feel like the kid, right? Because <laughs> the board of directors has been around for, for a long time. And they are uh, such subject matter experts. They have so much expertise in the field because they've been doing it for decades. And so I'm often refer to myself as the kid. Like it just it just feels funny, you know, trying walking into this thing that they just love uh, so much. What I guess what can you say? Kind of the unique perspective as the executive director. I mean, you're. You have the perspective that I don't imagine that anyone could possibly have because you know you're not like the board knows their pieces. You have the biggest perspective I would think of anyone. Yeah, I mean it's a really interesting place to sit. I feel a lot of um, pride, and I deeply care about it because I feel like I was um, so. Uh, instrumental in helping to build the field and build where we are today. Um, so, you know, in terms of like 
what I see. I see it growing. I see it becoming, I see the credential that we have becoming more and more valuable. Um, and I just see health and wellness coaching really starting to take off as people uh, begin paying attention to their health and well-being more and more, particularly as a re result of what we're going through with COVID. So, you know, I think, yeah, I just, it's, it's a really interesting place to sit. Every day, I have to say it's made me more calm because every day I deal with a new problem. Every day. I don't know what the problem is going to be, right? I have no idea what it will be when I wake up in the morning. It could be, it, it, it could be anything, mm -hmm. but every day there is one and every day we solve it. And so it makes <laughs> me actually more calm in life because I realize that mo you, you can pretty much get through most things, right? As long as mm -hmm. you have your health and your mind yeah. and your home, right? And I didn't always feel like that. I think that, you know, the first few years I found to be extremely stressful um, because I was dealing with something, I was dealing with problems that I had never dealt with before. And we were doing something and we still are doing something that's never been done before, right? So we're like pioneers in this profession and we're professionalizing as we go. And so I used to feel a sense of stress about it. But I think I've just been doing it long enough now that I feel confident and calm that we'll get through whatever that daily thing is going to be. Yeah. Lots, when I think also launching, launching a board certification exam, right? That's, that's never been done before for the field of health and wellness coaching. And, and, you know, we haven't just been doing it on a national level. We've been doing it on an international level, right? So, you know, we offer the exam, uh, throughout the world. We have health and wellness coaches in 50 states now, and we have uh, coaches in 30 countries. So that's amazing. And so that also is like, whoo, you know, there's a lot of complexity there. So, but it, but the cool thing is it brings the world together. So every day I talk to somebody from a place I've never been like somewhere <laughs> in the world. So it's, it's pretty cool. What do you hear in terms of why people become coaches? What what um, what's in it for them? That's a really good question. Gosh, I hear all different stories from people. So many different stories and so many yeah. different backgrounds. Um, a lot of people come to the table saying they have a real passion for health and that they found a healthier life for themselves and they want to help other people do it. Um, a lot of people <clears throat> come to the table saying they, they had their first career, so they were an attorney or a teacher or an accountant, and now they, they really want to do what they've always dreamed of, and so they become a health coach for that reason. Um, I talked to uh, a lot of like people in the world of health, uh, fitness who, who want um, better or different communication skills so that they can really help their clients to move forward. Um, yeah, just, you know, all different, all different people are coming to the table with different backgrounds. Uh, one thing that's really interesting is when we first started board certifying coaches in 2017, that first cohort, which is, was a little bit more than a thousand people. A lot of the people were, um, I would say between the age of 
40 to 65. And now we've started to see a shift where we have kids or people coming out of college, right? And, and they want to jump right into coaching. And so they're often, you know, in their early 20s. So it's, it's just been really interesting to watch it shift from maybe a part-time or second career to this is what I want to do with my life. And I want, I want to do this as a career, a first career. So definitely seeing that too. So right. anyway, beyond healthcare, which of course is huge, um, where else are you sort of the low hanging fruit? Yeah, so I see a lot of health and wellness coaches who are entrepreneurs. And so we've, we've got about, um, so we have 5,000 national board certified health and wellness coaches. And in our last annual survey, what we saw was a split 50-50, right? Between those who are um, employed by somebody and those who are self-employed. And so what I see with the self-employed group is um, that they're working with the general public just people who want to live a healthier life and, and feel a little bit more in control of their own health and well-being. So those people come from all walks of life. Um, and then on the and then there's some people who cross over, right? So they might be part-time employed and then part-time entrepreneurs. Mm -hmm. um, and then on the employment side, we're seeing um, health and wellness coaches working like working for a lot of um, uh, large companies like Google, Apple, um, uh, just uh, technology-based companies, um, Vera Healthcare, um, just kind of thinking of things off the top of my head. Mm -hmm. um, also, like I've talked to a few coaches who are working for um, school systems, which oh. is pretty cool. So they're... Yeah. Starting to see that, I've uh, I know of uh, at least two who are working with firemen, which is pretty cool, that right? Really so cool. Yeah. working with fire departments. Um, uh, we have uh, one in the Forest Service. So yeah, so <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, working with employees in the Forest Service, um, and and then I also see a trend with corporate healthcare. Right. Mm -hmm. So a lot of um, organizations and companies are starting to say, hold on, we want to make sure our employees as they're coming back into the office are are healthier and, and doing OK mentally. So what can we do to help them? So definitely starting to see a trend moving in that direction. Um, yeah. So mm -hmm. it, it's really, you know, um, I remember Margaret Moore. I've heard her say many times, you know, every, uh, everyone needs a coach. Every coach needs a coach. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So I would, you know, my other, my other hat is M Chez and, you know, mm -hmm. longer than a coach. I know that one of their big struggles, challenges, aspiration employers to say in their job descriptions, um, you know, Chez M Chez preferred or and I just wanted to check with you because I think I've seen NBC, HWC preferred and required. Is that thought on the evolution of that? Yeah, so I see that a lot now. Um, I regularly have people who are employers reaching out to me with um, 
job opportunities and they are either asking for a national board certified health and wellness coach or a coach who is qualified to sit for the exam, right? So perhaps they haven't sat for the exam yet for whatever reason. Um, so definitely seeing that trend. And if you go on like LinkedIn or Indeed, um, you, you can do a search and you'll see that there are many jobs that are now um, aware of the board certification and mm -hmm. either asking for it or are preferring it. So definitely moving in that direction. Um, on our part, we have a lot more outreach to do. Um, we're hoping to hold a Q&A, well, not hoping, we will hold a Q&A for um, human resource leaders um, in the near future just to start to create more and more awareness in the employer space. So they start seeing that there is a now a national standard based on a unified training, education, and assessment. So yeah, we're, we're, we're moving in that direction, but I won't, uh, to be perfectly honest, we, we have more work to do on our side to educate and uh, reach out. Oh, well, I think I think there's you can always say that there's always more, I know. You know, always opportunities. But yeah, it seems to me based on my experience with, you know, Chesna, that having gotten to this point relatively quickly uh, is a huge, huge win. Yeah. Um, and along with that, 5,000 right now, and of course, there's yet a exam the end of this year, at what point, the, what's the golden number? What's the tipping point where there's some, some uh, I don't know, the sky opens up, uh, <laughs> we have arrived. <laughs> That's such a great question. I mean, I, I always am aiming for like, we got to get to 10,000, we've got to get to 10,000. But I think when I get to 10,000, I'm going to really want to get to 100,000. So, <laughs> right? I mean, yeah, because, yeah, totally. Right, because if you if you uh, believe in the premise that everyone needs a coach, and you look at um, you know the chronic health conditions that are occurring in the United States, you see that there's this great need for health and wellness coaches who are properly trained and educated to to go and do good work, and so you see the need. Right, you know we've got to huge population. And so I think that my first goal is 10,000, but then um, I, I, you know, I like to do like hard endurance races. So for me, I'm going to always go for longer, harder. So yeah. long-term I'd say a hundred thousand. <laughs> I want the metal, the shirt and the tattoo. I totally get it. <laughs> well, actually, I don't want one. the tattoo either. <laughs> Although I did, I did once say if I was ever going to get a tattoo, it would be the Iron Man tattoo, only because I know what it takes to do an Iron Man. Yeah. Um, but I, I, I actually, yes, do yeah, not have no. any tattoos on my body right now. No, I think. Sorry, if I was gonna get one, I said something like this side up, you know, just for comic relief. So when I'm yeah, 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 yeah. I like that. People yeah. will laugh. <laughs> yeah, 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 totally. So, okay, one more question. Uh, if if you want to learn more about NBC HWC, the website. But what if you're a consumer who's gosh, it really would be nice to have some support in whatever you're trying to achieve here. 
Do they also go to the website? Are there ways of searching, finding a good match? Yes. So um, what you can do is go on to our website, which is nbhwc.org. And um, we have a place that says directory and you'll go on to the national directory. And um, we have provided the opportunity to every one of our 5,000 board certified health and wellness coaches for a complimentary listing. So the coaches are listed there and then um, there's a little bit of information about where they live and, and you can access a coach, um, you know, via zip code. Um, that's probably the easiest way, right? Although right now we're very much operating in a virtual environment. So yeah. people can truly work with a coach from anywhere. Um, but I think, you know, if I was a consumer and I was hiring a health and wellness coach, I would number one, make sure that that they are national board certified or have at least attended an MBHWC approved program because that means they have um, education, training and assessment backing them. Hmm. Um, and then I would suggest, you know, having a conversation with two or three coaches because in health and wellness coaching, you end up talking about really personal things in your life and you want to feel rapport and comfort around that person. And you want to be with, regardless of their credentials, I think you have to feel comfortable and you have to feel like you can have a really solid, good conversation to move, help move you forward. Is there anything else that, uh, that we should know uh, at this moment in time? Otherwise we can say goodbye. Two things I would say. Um, one is just, you know, really acknowledging how much work the volunteer keyword is volunteer board of directors has done to get us to this point mm -hmm. because it's really been a working board, right? So it hasn't been like your typical board. That's only at the 30,000 foot level. Like mm -hmm. a lot of people on our board have in hours of happen. Um, thing I would say is just that uh, it helps gives, us, gives us a lot of credibility. We're partnered with the National Board of Medical Examiners. Um, that partnership uh, started in 2016. And I, I do believe that it has really helped to propel us forward, especially in the healthcare community. Um, wow. So the National Board of Medical Examiners has been around for 100 years, and they are the organization that board certifies physicians. So um we we work closely with them with the examination so they're experts in exam creation and delivery and then our side is <clears throat> the content experts right when it comes to health and wellness coaching but i think that's a really important thing for people to know about because um you know it, it it's just been this huge team really pulling the wagon up the mountain, right? We're like pioneers doing something that's never been done before, trying to get somewhere. And um, it's uh, it's one day at a time, but it, it is happening and we are getting there. Pretty darn awesome. Thank you. <laughs> well, thanks so much. Super fun chatting with you and we'll talk again soon. Hey, you've been listening to the State of Wellness podcast. Don't forget to hit the subscribe button so you'll be notified of future episodes. 
And in the meantime, please check out stateofwellness.org website or my website, michaelaconley.com or follow me on Instagram or Twitter at michaelaconley. Thanks so much for being here. See you next time.
Hey, you've been listening to the State of Wellness podcast. Don't forget to hit the subscribe button so you'll be notified of future episodes. And in the meantime, please check out stateofwellness.org website or my website, michaelaconley.com, or follow me on Instagram or Twitter at Michaela Conley. Thanks so much for being here.